This is an AMI podcast. I'm Dave Brown, and this is a podcast version of AMI's Morning Show, now with Dave Brown. Catch the live broadcasts weekdays from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern on AMI-audio and AMI-tv. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's head out to Vancouver to catch up with community reporter Amy Amanti. Hey, good morning, Amy. Well, happy morning to you, Dave Brown. Happy morning indeed, especially morning for you out there, Amy. We're almost at midday here in the Eastern Time Zone. <laughs> <True> uh, <enough. laughs> Amy, as nervous as it makes me to shout out other podcasts, beyond, of course, your excellent podcast, Access and Art with Amy, oh, why did you want to give a shout out and some kudos to the 22% podcast? Okay, well, the 22% podcast is a part of a larger project. So I've talked uh, on on the show with you and others, uh, Dave, about a play that I'm writing called The Disability Tour Bus. So I'm writing that with uh, four other folks or three other folks. And um, uh, the the majority of us live with disabilities. So this is a bus tour. Uh, where a play breaks out on. So we're actually performing on a moving bus. Uh, That'll be coming up this spring. So in sort of combination with this, and because of the pandemic, we were trying to figure out what we could do to fill the gaps um, of this show not being on a stage because there was a pandemic thing that we all had to live through, right? Uh, And so the 22% podcast was something that each of the artists kind of picked a a genre um, to talk about. And they're like short 10 minute podcasts. Um, so this is not a, a huge lengthy listen, but there are four of them in this series and um, they're all really very interesting. So if you want sort of an inter um, internal expose, for example, one of the writers, Casper Ryan, tells all about his disability, which is uh, rather complicated and rather rare. Uh, so shares very transparently about it. We talk a little bit uh, about the comparison of uh, uh, saved by the Bell and relationships uh, with one particular episode with a, a wheelchair using person and how things may or may not have changed since uh, the time I think you and I, Dave Brown, probably watched Saved by the Bell as an after school <laughs> high school special. Um, but like, it, you know, that stigmatization that we see on television about dating with a disability um, uh, one of them that's on uh, the performative nature of disability. It's a very academic piece. And then uh, one that I wrote in particular uh, is called Wordability, and it's all about microaggressive languages, and it's set up in the form of a game show. Um, so it's just a fun listen. The notion of using shorter podcasts, 10-minute mm-hmm. podcasts, short form, why do you think that's so appealing to people? You know, I think there's a couple of reasons that I think the short podcast in all um, all of the AMI pod, original podcasts, as far as I'm aware of, there may be one or two, but they're around the half an hour mark, right? So it's a small, digestible time. It's good for our our um, focus and our, our brain attention spans these days. You can hop on a bus and go on a 30-minute commute and listen to it. Um, so I think that, that the nice, short, digestible ones are really great. And these ones were 10 minutes, I think, originally because... When we had dreamed up this idea of being on a moving bus with a play, we thought, okay, there's going to be some downtime. So maybe people could listen to a podcast while we were like in the middle of some traffic and, and had to you know, stop the play that 
it could be a companion piece. But no, we've worked through those issues in terms of the playwriting. So now these pieces are companion pieces to the larger whole. Nice. Makes a lot of sense. A really holistic yeah. look at the way you're trying to get some of this multimedia art uh, off the ground. Amy, speaking of arts, Real Wheels has a unique production rolling out here in the next 10 days. What makes In Camera such an interesting experience for the audience? Mm. In Camera is a very interesting production. Uh, so In Camera is, uh, some people may have been uh, referred to it or, or know it as No Exit, uh, which was uh, a title that it has been labeled under before. Um, this is, or Huis Close, and my French is not so great, but that's uh, based on a Jean-Paul Sartre original uh, classic French text. So we have adopted this text, uh, and it's really about... Uh, what does hell look like for the individual? Really, that's what it is. And in this production, uh, hell is uh, trapped in a never-ending Zoom meeting. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one that people can relate to over the last couple of years. So talk to me a little bit about how this is being rolled out and how folks might be able to get their hands on tickets for this. I'm calling it an experience. Yeah, absolutely. So this will be online. There'll be an ASL interpreted version. There'll also be an audio described version. It's going to be live streamed for free um, so that there's no barriers to access between uh, the 8th of September and the 11th of September. And so I believe if you check out uh, the AMI blog, <laughs> you'll find a link, but you can always, uh, a, a registration link rather, but you can always reach out to Real Wheels directly as well through their email info at realwheels.ca. Um, and they can give you information on how to get how to get the link. Very good. And staying with the theater theme here, Amy, one of the really lovely things that's popped up all summer long in community reports and some general discussions I've had with folks online is that fringe festivals are back all across the country oh, yes. and Vancouver has theirs coming up. What's on deck this year? Yes, indeed. Uh, love, love, love me some fringe festivals. Um, just actually talked uh, to a, a human the other day who was at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And I'm ooh, like, ah, I, I want to go perform in that festival. That sounds like fun. I digress. The uh, Vancouver Fringe Festival is uh, uh, starting up here September 8th through the 18th. Uh, and, and fringe festivals happen here in Vancouver and I think probably everywhere. But uh, in terms of their location, it's not in one building, right? So there are, are little types of shows and exhibits and performances and musical entertainment and all sorts of things throughout this period of time that happen throughout the city of Vancouver at various venues, sometimes even at like places like restaurants or like venues that you wouldn't expect to be sort of the typical theater venue. Uh, and so if you go on the website, the Vancouver Fringe website, you're going to be able to find a whole list of shows everywhere. But what I wanted to draw attention to is that some of those shows are going to be listed as low vision friendly. So they won't have audio description, but what they will have is some introductory notes that talk a bit about the character, the costumes, you know, the relationships, uh, the, the, the setup, a little bit of the setup, because the show is very much dialogue based. And so you can follow it 90% accurately just by listening to the dialogue. And then the, the supplementary notes may say, for example, I'm just going to make this up on the spot. You know, uh, in, in the middle of the show, he comes out dressed in a clown costume. And so when that laugh happens, you know why that laugh has happened because you're sort of been prepped in advance for mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. So low vision friendly uh, programming is, is something that Vocali um, established back in the day because uh, because festivals have such a short run. So you usually have two or three opportunities maybe to see a show. And so to do live description, a describer would need to see that show 
three or four times, write the notes. So it needs to be a run of something that's like four weeks at least yeah. to be able to do that. So this is sort of the the happy medium. A couple of weeks on the show, I shared a story about how the band Coldplay is uh, offering some accessibility features at their show. What they're doing now for folks, if they reach out to them in, in advance, is they'll let folks who are blind or low vision do a touch tour of the stage before the show, mm-hmm. which sounds like a really cool opportunity. It's uh, Touch tours are great. It's something, again, that Vocalize does a lot. We just did one at Bard on the Beach this past Sunday, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, which I think I shared with you all you at the beginning and, of, and of s- August. And so did Sylvie Fiquette's. Yes, uh, that's right. I did hear that. And uh, like, it was a great production. They did some really interesting, dark, funny stuff, some musical stuff there. They're, you know, Bard on the Beach has a reputation of trying to uh, make Shakespeare sort of more relatable to mass audiences. Mm-hmm. And some of the props that we were able to touch, just as an example, Oberon, who's one of the the, the, the king of the, uh, of the fairies, king of the forest, comes out uh, as a 12-foot-tall as a tree. So it's an actor on stilts. And the tree arm limbs are all sort of like paper mache tree branches so that his arms are like as long as his body and he walks around uh, kind of like the Ents a little bit if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, which I am. Uh, and uh, yeah, and so they, they they let us play with like these massive tree arms and it was like, it's exactly how they were described is almost exactly how I imagined them to be. And then when you feel them, you can like put all the puzzle pieces together, which was really cool. Very cool. Hey, Amy, uh, I would say talk to you next week or talk to you in a couple weeks, but we're talking to you again tomorrow morning for a film review. I know. So you have a good 24 hours and we'll talk to you soon. See you bright and early tomorrow morning. (laughs) You've been listening to Now with Dave Brown. Hit the subscribe button on any podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.